from Relevant Magazine and RelevantMagazine.com, it's the Relevant Podcast. She was the heart in your heartbreak. She was the miss in your mistake. No matter what you take, never gonna forget. She was the tear in the rainstorm. She was the promise that you would have sworn. And no matter what you said, It's the week of Friday, May 6, 2011, and this is The Relevant Podcast, back and fully crude once again. Was that was that crude <laughs> with a U or an yeah. E? Uh, E-W-E-D. I think I made a new word. Um, I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and here in our Orlando area studios, our new ones, is the very lovely Maya Strang. Hi. I would say, I'm just gonna say Orlando. I mean, people. I mean, we're like a mile outside the city limits. In a nice suburb. We're, we're like two and a half miles from downtown Orlando. Can we say Winter Park? Yeah, I did last week, but people people think we're off. In it didn't some, feel right. It didn't. It it's didn't feel Orlando right. Orlando Studios. I listened to it ten times. It didn't feel right. <laughs> it did. Something's off. It's really weird because Chad's like really serious. Right there. Well, last right there. week I stood up. Last I, week he was standing the entire time. Yeah. I, do you want me to put drapes on this window? <laughs> No, um, like, it's, it's like you're actually with us. It's just I'm not used to it. Actually, he's going to move into the studio soon. What? But yeah. we're still going to put a wall of glass. Okay. We're just, it's That's good. a little yeah. glass box of emotion. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, also sitting in here is uh, Josh Lillian Loveless. Hey, people. And you heard Chad Michael Snape. Hello, friends. And on the Skype line from Loverland, Virginia, Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. Sorry about the, the magic. I don't that know was what tough. you're talking about. Stop talking. Okay. Don't make me ban you. <laughs> hey, I'm. I was being sincere. I don't I, care. It was <laughs> I don't care. I had all these sincere people on my Facebook saying sincere things, and I deleted every one of them. Just because you do. I didn't watch ESPN for three days. Exactly. Because I, I didn't want to see highlights. I haven't watched basketball since then. That's what true fans do. Well, I'm. I'm still watching, but only if somehow the Heat and and uh, the Celtics can both lose this series somehow, <laughs> like they eliminate themselves at once. I, I'm telling you, ready, Memphis, Atlanta. It's the NBA Finals on ABC. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. <laughs> That'd be awesome. How how epic would that be? <laughs> that would like be great. two of the smallest market, like teams with pretty much no fan base. No fan base. Like, yeah. <laughs> David. I would love it, actually. I, I think, think David Stern would enact the lockout before the final started, <laughs> just to prevent that from happening. Yeah, yeah, no, or, or somehow he would he would find something um, that Atlanta did, and the Heat would be propelled to the finals. You know, at least they're beating Boston. I kind of hate Boston more than I hate them both. Well, yeah, I do too. But here's the thing: Miami had no fans. Like, like Miami is like so. Memphis and Atlanta. They just they're they're they have no. I don't hate their fans because there are, there were no fans. I hate Celtics fans. I really yeah. do. I mean, like it, like I get like riled up. I really well, that, can't stand. It, it's the fans. same thing with Patriot fans. It's, it's something. The Boston has a superiority complex. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, 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 and Red Sox fans too. It's like all they have going on. I mean, we've seen all those Mark Wahlberg really, movies really up there. Cool up there. It's, <laughs> it's either it's sports and Mark and, Wahlberg organized crime. Mark Wahlberg into it. <laughs> I mean, it's like really. I mean, they don't have much going on up there. They if you're to. a kid, if you're a kid growing up in Boston, you have two hopes of making it. One is a in the mafia. <laughs> two is in a professional sports team. Yeah. Ben Affleck. Or as a boxer. <laughs> yeah. Or you can make. Uh, Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you could be a boy band. 
Yeah. yeah. They have options. Okay, well, that'll do it for your sports update. Uh, we have a uh, great podcast in store for you. We have a live in-studio performance coming later by one of uh, my favorite rappers, Play-Doh. He's, he's coming up later. And we also have a look inside the brand new issue of Relevant uh, featuring The Kills on the cover. Mm. It's a really good issue. And uh, our managing editor, Ryan Hamm, will be joining us for that. So stay tuned. Up first, your entertainment releases. Music coming out on Tuesday, May 10th. We have The Lonely Island with uh, Turtleneck and Chain. The Lonely Island is uh, Andy Andy Samberg and those guys who did On a Boat and all that stuff. It's their group. They're on the cover of Wired this month talking about how they come up with song ideas and how how they pull people like T-Pain in and... Uh, they were really embarrassed, I guess, to, uh, what's the Andy, or no, not Andy, Adam from, uh, Maroon 5, uh-huh. you know, the Iran so yeah, far yeah. song, yeah, yeah, yeah. how embarrassed mm-hmm. they were to, cause, cause basically like Andy Samberg will sing the idea that he has for that person's part. And he said he was really embarrassed to sing that to Adam Levine. I love the, uh, I, my favorite line in that is you're a very, you're like a very hairy Jake Gyllenhaal to me. <laughs> and then Jake Gyllenhaal's on there and scratches his beard. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. That's when they're great. I feel like they're they've gotten pretty inconsistent. Their stuff lately has been really weird. Yeah, I feel like Andy Samberg in general goes in and out of my good graces. <laughs> you know, like at first I'll be like, man, he's so funny. Then for a while I'm like, man, he's just kind of jumped the shark. Then he does something that kind of gets me excited about you know him again. But. Did you ever laugh at Laser Cats? No. No. I hated that, and they kept doing it. They, well, that, well, that's the over. thing, though. They keep screwing with us. Like they get that it's not funny, and so they keep. It's like Letterman. He keeps telling the joke that bombed until eventually, it's, it's so bad. It's so you know you laugh. Who can get away with that? I, that's that feels illegal. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, they're going to keep like... doing something bad until we like it. I mean, there's a lot of people doing bad. Well, now they're, now they're they're amplifying how bad it is. They're bringing in Tom Hanks. They're bringing in... I mean, they're like amplifying the absurdity and terribleness of it. I really think they're like screwing with the viewer when they do stuff like that. I feel screwed. But think about a couple years ago, they did like the Gift in a Box, mm-hmm. Iran. They did On a Boat. I mean, they had an epic run there for a while. Yes. And now it's just kind of like yeah. trying too hard. Well, it's like, I think what they're trying to, you know, a family guy or like Peter will fall down and like hurt his knee and just be like, ah, you know, and they'll but do for, it and it's funny. And then they do it so long, it gets annoying, but then they do it so long back, after yeah. that, that it gets funny again. Right. You know, I think they're trying to do that, but it's not really working. So right now they're in the annoying part of the. Exactly. <laughs> they're, and they're hoping it's going to get funny yeah. again. Uh, interesting. Uh, so go buy that album. Uh, Raphael Sadiq coming out with Stone Rolling rather than Rolling Stone. Get it? Ockerville River is coming out with I Am Very Fair. I Am Very Far. I saw I Am Very Fair. I thought it was their time with their skin tone. Um, Manchester Orchestra coming out with Simple Math. Uh, Great music video for that song, by the way. Yeah, it's on our TV right now. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay, well done. Is that is that with Christmas lights? Simple Math? No, no, uh, the band name. I was thinking, uh, you know, like uh, the St- Mannheim Steamroller. Never mind. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 In my mind, it was going to be funny, but it was not funny when That's it came okay. out. Just keep That's telling it. Like it was like laser cats. Yeah, yeah, like keep laser cats. Yeah, keep, I'm going to keep, keep saying it. I would, yeah, from now on, my thing is going to be, so is this a video have Christmas lights? <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, we're going to laugh about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The Antlers are coming out with uh, Burst Apart. Sloan is coming out with the double cross and last but not least man man <laughs> with <laughs> double the pleasure double the fun uh, no no it's uh, 
<laughs> Life fantastic. Um, <laughs> movie releases coming out Friday, May 13th. Uh, Bridesmaids, starring Kristen Wiig, speaking of uh, uh, SNL. Uh, Maya Rudolph, John Hamm uh, is in it. Yeah, it looks pretty funny. Girls Night Out. Girls. Yeah, good. Uh, Hesher, uh, starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and Natalie Portman, and Rain Wilson. Also coming out. Uh, okay, that'll do it for your entertainment releases. Stay tuned. Up next, Slices. This relevant podcast is brought to you by Not a Fan, becoming a completely committed follower of Jesus, the new book by Kyle Eidelman. Jesus was never very interested in fans, people who were only enthusiastic admirers. He wanted completely committed followers. Maybe it's time you ask yourself, are you a fan or a follower? Visit notafan.com to join the movement or purchase the book, also available at your local bookstores beginning May 31st. You're listening to Foster the People. The song is Helena Beat. It is. It is one Helena Beat. It's playing right now on Relevant FM, and the video is on Relevant TV. At the beginning of the podcast, you heard The Pains of Being Pure at Heart. The song is Heart in Your Heartbreak. It's a lot of heart in that A lot of heart. A lot of heart. (laughs) It's playing right now on Relevant FM, and the video is also on Relevant TV. Check them out. Okay, it's time for Slices. What do you have, Jesse? All right. Well, you guys may remember back in June, may remember it, may not. Um, there was an, an American who was arrested in Pakistan. I like where um, you're going with this. I already like this story. So the guy was arrested in Pakistan in June. Uh, uh, Pakistan authorities found him with a pistol, yes. a samurai sword, Love it. night vision goggles, and a map. Mm. And he he sold uh, a lot of stuff that he owned, and he flew to Pakistan to hunt Osama bin Laden. Oh, are you going to have a follow up to what, what he's been this doing? This is the follow up. Yes, I've actually been looking for this to what in the news. With that guy. I've been curious. So so this guy goes over there. Uh, he gets arrested, and I, I think he got deported. Um, and I don't know if you guys also heard this week. Uh, it kind of flew under the radar, but Osama bin Laden was killed. <laughs> um, so, you know, I saw it buried uh, in a couple of newspapers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, a while back, the United States government had offered a $27 million reward for um, wow. anyone who could who could help, you know, bring Osama bin Laden to justice. That's not a very round number. Like, that's like that's a not. specific number. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, there, there's probably some psychological thing why they chose to motivate people. But anyway, now this guy who had um, who had gone to uh, Pakistan, you know, with the sword, the pistol, the night vision, and a map, and was deported, says that he is owed some of that twenty-seven million dollars. Oh, I love it. Why? And his exact quote is that he had flushed. Osama bin Laden out of the mountains. Ah, personally, put him into a mansion. He thinks that the whole thing that Obama that a uh, uh, 
<laughs> Osama bin Laden had been living in the mansion for years is a lie. Uh-huh. And he said that he absolutely is responsible for flushing him out. He said, uh, <laughs> I'm going to read a quote here. I had a major hand and play in this wonderful thing, getting him out of the mountains and down to the valleys. Someone had to get him out of there. That's where I came in. I, squ- I scared the squirrel out of the hole, and he popped his head up, and he got capped. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. So this one man, okay, so if Osama's in the, in the mountains, he's heavily guarded, right? Yeah. So rather than his guards this just one tourist. killing this one guy, yeah. They got spooked and they all ran away. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what he thinks. Wow. Well, I mean, he scared, he scared the squirrel out of its hole, and when its head popped up, it got capped. <laughs> it got capped. <laughs> I love. Oh. What he I mean, if say. you were hiding in the in the remote mountains on the Pakistan Afghan border, and you knew that there was a sword wielding, <laughs> night visioned American with a crudely drawn map hunting you, wouldn't you flee to a mansion? Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. So I think I think we can make this whole thing go away by just giving the man his money. <laughs> uh, Maya, what do you have? I have three mini slices. Wow. I know, I can't pick. She makes mini cupcakes and mini pies, and mm-hmm. so now it's mini slices. What I do? Um, so my first one is actually about mini homes. There is a developer, uh, D.R. Horton, which Cameron and I almost bought a home from, didn't buy it from him. Is he a doctor, or are you saying D.R.? Yes. <laughs> Dr. Horton. He was Dr. Horton. Separating the letters. Yeah. D period, R period. Okay. Um, so he is building houses out in Portland, Oregon. Not he. It's a company. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You're, you're right. It's not Dr. Horton. Dr. Horton. <laughs> <laughs> the company D.R. Horton yeah. is building homes out in uh, Portland, Oregon, and they're calling them um, micro homes, and they are on, on average 360 square feet. And he's saying that people don't need bigger and better. They're brand new. Everything's new, but they're only 360 feet, uh, square feet. And um, they're, you know, one to two bedrooms. And um, the, the thing that's weird is that the price for these micro homes is $120,000 to $180,000. Jeez. I think for Portland, though, that's affordable. You think? Yeah. Well, well here's, I, you know, I'm not, I don't have good, you know, spatial visual you know skills so how big is 320 square feet like is it's that the like size the size of, a, of like a living room no it's the size of a hotel room oh, okay. a small hotel room yeah 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 like if you're not, not tiny but like yeah like a I think an, average, an older marriott room i mean sure. but not like the new <laughs> spacious correct you know yeah. yeah yeah so i just thought that was interesting they're trying to make it like smaller footprint greener blah blah, blah. and the, these are standalone homes um it didn't say it might be um condos Maybe. Well, then that's not unusual. Then well, that's called a condo. A standalone home would be unusual. It would be like a home. large tool well, shed. Well, I just closed it. <laughs> I'll look it up and let you know on that. Okay. All right. uh, my second one has to do with a sword-wheeling skater who got stunned by police. What? Two yeah. sword-wheeling stories in one podcast? I know. I was really excited when you brought yours up. Um, it's just a guy in Iowa. Um, he looks. He's 19. He was a kid. He uh, was skateboarding, and he had a large sword. Uh, the police called it a fantasy sword with a 26-inch <laughs> blade that was in his backpack. That's like, real. There's yeah. nothing fantasy about that. Yeah, if it's made of metal and is sharp, it is, yeah, that's yeah. for real. Yeah, and so it probably uh, doesn't have magical powers. But <laughs> do you think this kid's mom never told him not to run with scissors? Yeah, He's skateboarding with a samurai sword. Yeah, strapped to his back. That's taking it to another level. So obviously the police, you know, tried to stop him. Um, 
the guy tried the kid tried to hide behind a dumpster blah 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 and then he just tried to run away and they had to tase him isn't that funny or weird <laughs> i think it's weird like because they said they arrested him because he didn't have a concealed weapon permit to carry the sword <laughs> you have to have a permit to carry a sword apparently one that big huh. i guess if you carry it in your backpack i get you probably could wear it on your hip because you're not concealing it so it's not the size of the sword it's how you carry it <laughs> yes <laughs> Okay. Accord, it depends on the state, but I believe that's what the law says. <laughs> okay. The letter of the law reads exactly like that. Uh, oh, my word. So, and my last little mini slice is um, a girl was, you know, claw things where you get stuffed animals out of the machines. Mm-hmm. Um, very she, familiar. Very familiar. She um, spent a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> she did this at Walmart and got an M&M doll. Didn't think much of it. When she got home, she realized that the M&M doll was flicking her off, and they show a picture. The, what? Yeah. Instead of having the two fingers up, it just has the middle finger up, and they contacted- <laughs> Well, it's probably a defect. That's how it ended no, up in the thing the anyway. thing is, is they contacted the manufacturers, like an and they said Ross. they were not supposed to be distributed. They were for a particular client. So apparently, you can have M&M make you whatever oh, that's awesome. you want these m and You can make M&M doing. make you obscene M&M dolls. Yes. Apparently- isn't that weird? MU. Isn't that great? <laughs> That's amazing. MU. That's terrific. Yeah. And so Michigan they said they were going to they were gonna round up all of the dolls by the end of the week. <laughs> but That's going to take a lot of quarters because it's really <laughs> difficult to get those out of there. <laughs> yeah, by round them up. They got, they got some epic sessions on that claw machine. I know. Machine They're bringing in experts from all over the country. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so crazy things happen in Florida all the time. I always like it when, uh, a judge brings a sentence on, uh, on the state, um, the entire state because the state is doing something wrong. So, uh, recently the judge ruled that the state of Florida has been violating the Florida's constitution because they have failed to raise the minimum wage to keep pace with inflation. Right. So, you know what you, you wonder when a judge comes down on an entire state for failing to raise the minimum wage, what kind of sweeping change is going to happen? I'm a Floridian. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I'm curious to know how, how friends of mine are going to do if their lives are going to improve, are they going to be able to buy new homes? With this uh, this sweeping change, well, the minimum wage has been raised from seven twenty five an hour to seven thirty one an hour. Mm-hmm. Wow! So, um, I, I I wonder if you took all of the money spent on this case being brought before you know the the state government, you know, in violation of Florida Constitution, if it would really add up to be all the money that people are going to receive for those six cents. Well, you know, six cents after six cents, you know, it adds up to yeah, like 12 cents. It does. It does. It does. <laughs> but the the minimum wage thing is always funny as they increase it. Like I remember when, I, you know, being younger, it was three or four bucks. Uh, now it's seven bucks. When I was a waiter, I made two twelve. Okay. But did you see that? Was that a check that mine, you got? Mine was five. When I was movie theater, it was 525 525 yeah back yeah. in the mid 90s so uh, you still can't i saw a study recently um through this thing that i'm this small group that i'm in and uh they said it takes 100 hours at minimum wage a week to uh be able Buy to a sandwich to be able to afford fair <laughs> fair housing and it's you know it's still crazy that we're arguing over six cents but it matters but at the same time it's still i saw the really the same minimum. uh the Florida thing, I yeah. saw one of the arguments they were making is that they were saying that the state hadn't raised it to keep up with inflation. Right. Um, but the, the, the people that were fighting it were not fighting the six cents per se. What they were fighting is that it had to uh, move 
with inflation because their 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 uh, argument was that it didn't go down with deflation yeah. because over the last three or four years, you know, actually there was economic deflation, right. not inflation. Right. And right. so they're like, if we're not going to lower it with deflation, why are we raising it with inflation? I mean, you know, why should it be so variable only in one direction? Yep. Yep. So that was more their argument rather than okay. the actual amount. Okay. All right. Um, it was how it's calculated. Okay. So, All right. It's mathematics. Well, they were wanting it to be calculated based on something larger and maybe longer term, like every two to five years, you know, there's this just a movement rather than kind of year to year. Sure. Going up. What's minimum wage down. in other states? Yeah, I thought it was a federal thing. Mm-mm. Yeah, apparently it's a very state to state. Which is it's, funny. It's, it's all around that amount, though. Which is funny because you could, you know, you could live in certain parts of Florida that are rural, and you know, minimum wage is um, fine. Okay, if you live in South Beach, yeah, it's a little different. Yeah, it, yeah. I always wondered how, even in like New York City or like Manhattan or or South Beach, how people could afford to work at McDonald's or right. something. It was right. like they obviously can't live anywhere near this. Yeah. So are they literally commuting? an hour to come to a minimum wage job, you know, or, or are those locations having to pay significantly more to get people to bother to right. work there? Like all the Starbucks, yeah. I wonder how much they make in like New York. Yeah. But, but then their prices are pretty close to being the same. So mm-hmm. are, are their labor costs way higher and their revenue is the same, you know, rent would be higher too. And rent would the be big significantly cities. higher, but yeah. their costs. So are those loss leading uh, locations, you know, just to get the brand and, key areas i i don't know it's just interesting yeah money <laughs> all right this should this became the freakonomics podcast yeah. <laughs> real quick. I started it. as the basketball podcast now it's it. economics all right then, well, it, then the samurai sword podcast <laughs> then freakonomics stay tuned for uh the rest of the freakonomics podcast up next <laughs> uh play The Relevant Podcast is brought to you by Veneer, Living Deeply in a Surface Society, the new book by Timothy Willard and Jason Losey. Discover what it takes to strip away your veneer and allow God to show you the beauty of your imperfections. Visit nveneer.com or purchase a copy at your local bookstore or online retailer today. You're listening to Augustana. The song is Steal Your Heart, which is playing right now on Relevant FM and Relevant TV. Plato is a uh, an MC. He's a member of Deep Space Five. If you know Christian underground hip-hop at all, uh, he's a legend. Uh, I actually saw him perform at a small venue in Nashville back in probably 2000. It was him and a drummer, and it was one of the best hip-hop shows I've ever seen. Hmm. Um, absolutely fascinating. Just raw hip-hop. Just incredible. He's uh, known for his lyricism. His He's a great freestyle rapper. Yeah. In fact, he's done a ton of... He's, uh, he lives in Dallas, and he's, he's known there for his battle and freestyle reputation. 
he's the top Dallas freestyle rap champion on Monday night fights for two years running. He's won five times on 97.9 The Beats Freestyle Fridays. He's won the Scribble Jam TX battle and was a participant in the prestigious invitation-only Red Bull MC competition. That's sweet. The guy's a legitimate yeah. rapper. He's a rapper's rapper. Yeah. He's a lyricist. Um, he, uh, he Last year, he released this kind of experimental concept album for free on the internet called Ride or Die. I'm telling you, go get it. Mm-hmm. Plato, Ride or Die. Google it. Um, I think you still get it for free or for a donation. Um, it's it's a great album. I actually tweeted it, uh, the link, a link to it a couple, like six weeks ago when this magazine went, or maybe it's three or four weeks ago when this magazine went to the printer that night. And I was listening to Kai Kai. For some reason, I got listening to Plato. <laughs> and uh, that night was a long night. Yeah. I went from Kai Kai to then I did a really long Kanye session. Nice. And in my iTunes right after Kanye was the Plato album. Nice. So I ended up listening to Plato album like five times. So um, anyway. That's how the magazine gets made. That's how it gets made. That's the magic. Um, so anyway, he has a brand new album out. It's called Hot Dog and just released. We are streaming the entire album on the drop at relevantmagazine.com. So if you want to hear it for free, go check it out there. Uh, you can find out more at iamplato.com. Without any further ado, here's Plato performing The Business. Yeah. Plato. Live in the flesh. Ag City. Ha. Been knowing that. What is this? Can't hold it back. The business. Yeah, you know what it is. Give y'all the business. Been knowing that. What is this? Can't hold it back. The business. Ha, you know what it is. Give y'all the business. I got a bucket list. Short cause I spit big. Cut a jig and a rib off of this pig. Executive, I own the shindig. Off the top to pay, I'm the big wig. Picture this kid, flash drive a big rig Buzz off a coffee cup top, I flip lids That's what this is, so my hat's off Me, David Blaine, and Gandalf had a standoff In a glass box, I came out that I'm Tex Avery, and I made a mousetrap How about that, I'm about that living it Job turkey stuff, but I'm still Thanksgiving it huh? Beef jerky, but I'm still not feeling it Zombie land, your man is still killing it And got a tentative plan, the Lord willing it The sword of the spirit, the mic cord, I'm ready Cast it like your boy fly fishing My mission is to keep my position in the red Turn it up in your truck, what up? You been knowing that Sandbag and rolls, I flows You can't hold it back Been knowing that What is this? Can't hold it back The business Yeah, you know what it is Give y'all the business Been knowing that What is this? Can't hold it back The business Ha, you know what it is Give y'all the business. You don't freaking own me. You don't even know me. Chick that's grinding hard, bro. She ain't freaking on me. That ain't no baloney. Junior, that's a hot dog. Soft like Play-Doh, but I'm rock hard. I'm a rock star, clean to the shade guard. I'm bringing bones back to life in a graveyard. I'm shiny, bright, tidy, white, no race card. Underneath your radar, getting paid hard, cause I'm way star. Moonstruck, who snuck in the back door? Hardcore, last forever and more. Ask for what you will, still an ask more. All things to all men and or Women too, swimming through every minnow crew. I pulled the old switcheroo, almost fishing you. But what I'm finna do here's something nasty. Lines like I'm giving out candy bars. Bars, bars, bars. That was Plato. His new album is called Hot Doggin'. It's everywhere. Check it out at IamPlato.com. 
You're listening to Cloud Nothings. The song is Nothing's Wrong. It seems kind of lazy to have the same word from your band name and your song name. Mm-hmm. It's like the pains of being pure heart at the beginning of the podcast. With the, with the, with the heart uh, stuff. Heart and your heartbreak. Heart and your heartbreak. It twice. Lazy. Plus, lazy musicians. <laughs> Plus, I feel like cloud nothings is kind of redundant because this isn't a cloud, basically nothing. It's vapor. <laughs> just, just water vapor. It's just vapor. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, that song uh, is playing right now on Relevant FM and Relevant TV. It is time to look inside the new issue of Relevant Magazine. We are welcoming to the studio. We kicked out Maya and uh, Josh, and we are welcoming in Ryan Ham. Hey everyone! Uh, this is your first issue as managing editor, yeah. of, of relevant, and and also managing editor of our uh, specialty publications, but the copy editor on relevant, Ashley Emmert. Hello, uh, Roxy Weeman, our editorial director, who normally sits in, is out today, so uh, Ashley is filling in. And and right before we went on air, she pointed out it's only her second time on the podcast. This is true. What, what and I think the, the last time? I think the last one was uh, May, June of last year. No, what? The reject apathy it? section. Yeah, it was the reject apathy section when I came in to talk about that. So really? May, June every year. <laughs> <laughs> you can mark it down. It's like, it's it's like, like kicking like, off summer. Yeah. Ashley's on the podcast. It is officially <laughs> it's summertime officially now. Summer. It's like superhero <laughs> movies and Ashley. Yes. <laughs> I'm right up there with Superman, Batman, all those guys. And Thor. I do wear a cape, which that's yeah, what that connection office. is. Yeah. So yeah. you can't right. see it, obviously. It had nothing to do with the summer films. No. It's just... No. I just wear a cape all the time. <laughs> just because you like to feel fancy. <laughs> Ashley is our resident uh, Disney fan, right? I mean, you're kind of a Disney Pretty much all of editorial. And we get... Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. I, I got to say, like, you know, growing up here, I, n- not, I don't know. It's like, it's almost like I resent the label mm-hmm. on my hometown because... Of that that entertainment destination south of us, yeah, and uh, and people like when they're like, oh, Orlando, they're like, oh, really? Like, like they look at you like, is Mickey Mouse on every street corner? Mm-hmm. You know? Well, and, he uh, is. Yeah, so he, you just yeah. say yes. Yeah, I just like yeah. <laughs> Everything you think is is accurate. <laughs> um, you know, it's like no, this is a real city that's just down there. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like you know, Vegas is more than the Strip, yeah. isn't it? I don't know. Um, so I kind of resent it. And as a, like a young adult, like stayed away. Mm-hmm. I didn't want them to support them with my money. Yeah, and 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 it, it kind of like had this snotty elitism. And then you guys joined our staff, <laughs> and you guys have like annual passes, yeah. and you go down there all the time. And well, we all go together. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's weird too because like I mean. And you guys are all like a little intellectual snobs, and then right. you're like, "Oh yay, Dumbo!" Yeah. I don't get it. Well, uh, and I was gonna say like, I don't think it's a far stretch to say that like I'm probably the most cynical person on staff. Yeah, but I love Disney. That doesn't make sense. Oh, it's great. No, it doesn't. It all, it all balances out. Yeah, it's the <laughs> only place where cynicism can't stand. It's true. It's the happiest place on earth. Exactly. And that's why you go down there because yeah, you have such darkness in the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> 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 my office is right next to these guys. I hear him talk like this all the time. And Chad also I'm has just to put like, up with who our, are Harry, you guys? our Harry Potter fodder. Yeah. No who are sense. you guys? Yeah, you guys go down to the Harry Potter land. They dress at, up at and go to the movies. Yeah. <laughs> I've never dressed up for a movie. You dressed up for the book, I though. dressed up for the book. Right? That's back even back worse. No, that's way better. Yeah, no, it's not no, better. That's way better. <laughs> I do not understand this. I don't either. 
Um, okay, the, the, the May June issue of Relevant is hitting um, subscribers' mailboxes now. It should be out on newsstands now. It features a cover story with one of our favorite bands, The Kills. Um, we got really excited when we found out that The Kills were going back into the studio to record uh, their album because... It had been a while because yeah. she was doing the dead weather. It had been a while, yeah. And um, yeah, if you guys are a fan of uh, Jack White, who is our cover last year for March, April, uh, you know that uh, the lead singer of The Kills, Allison Mosshart, was also uh, one of the lead singers for The Dead Weather. So um, we got really excited. Honestly, these guys are, I mean, there's no better word for it. These guys are some of the coolest people uh, making music today. So I was surprised. I, I, I became really a fan of them with their 2008 album, Midnight Boom. Uh, they, but they've been making music since 2003. Mm-hmm. Um, what was interesting is the the... Journalist who wrote this story and interviewed them in New York, Jessica Meisner, when when she went and you know met up with them and stuff, you know they were looking at the magazine and she's like, oh, this is a Christian thing, yeah. And and and, and didn't Allison say like flat out before the interview started, we're atheists, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, shut shut down any yeah. you know God talk, yeah. Um, which was interesting, but but it was a fascinating conversation nonetheless. Yeah, it was cool too. To um, I mean, because you know, there's not the sort of obvious like let's talk about faith kind of angle, but um, it was interesting to talk about how they relate to one another, just like as people um, and just how, like how weird it must be to spend so much time with a bandmate who basically becomes your brother and sister and not hate each other. Right. So, right. That's good stuff. Um, Okay. So also in the magazine uh, in front matter, we had a a really interesting Q and a with a pretty prominent. Oh, first of all, the lead slice Best photo ever opening <laughs> opening the magazine. Yeah, it's pretty uh, great. Does having faith make young adults fat? Um, there is a study linking obesity to Christianity. <laughs> so, um, so there you go with that. Yeah. Um, but there, we have an interesting uh, interview uh, uh, Q and A uh, by Jason Blini, also known as Sketch the Journalist. He talked to uh, Malice from the Clips hip hop group, the Clips, who has uh, had a kind of Damascus Road type conversion experience and uh, has come to Christ. And mm-hmm. he talks very plainly about that. Yeah. Like sometimes you hear about people like Mace or someone like, or DMX or something that sort of have this. And both of those appeared in Front Matter of Relevant when they <laughs> yeah. happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, this, I mean, he just like was really raw and open and honest. And then like, and then you have the other side where there's like, you know, you kind of wonder if it's almost like a marketing ploy um, to like get more listeners. But then like, I mean, because the clips is like, they're not like soft radio rap. It's like hardcore, like we deal cocaine. Like that's most of their Uh rap. Um, And he's not leaving the group. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I found fascinating because you'd think like, okay, I'm walking away. like Mace did. I'm going to be a pastor, that kind of thing. Nope. Mm -hmm. He's staying in the clips. He's just going to rap Jesus stuff. Yeah. And it's really interesting because if you listen to, I think it's like the last track on, their last album it's like Pusha T who's the other member of Clips and like raps with Kanye a lot his verses are all about like cocaine and the hustle and like you know getting a lot of money and stuff and then Malice raps straight up about like almost dying and then realizing that he needs Jesus and so that's apparently where they're gonna go but it's like but they're doing that over Pharrell beat so it's yeah actually Chad why don't you play a clip of that song uh, this is Malice. Uh, I, don't, I don't know the song name, the but song it's the last. Called. It's the last track of their last album. Here it is. Tell me out now. I 
was wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. So much so I had left my family forsaken. A troubled soul whose heart was often aching. So much dope, but my spirit ever so vacant. Foul and flagrant, I was taken off course. The road ahead should have ended me in divorce. But now I see clearly with the family of four. Never did I deserve a two-seater Porsche. Heart filled with remorse, my life was such a mess. Now I'm back on board due to the Lord's GPS. I'm back. 80 degree turn, whoever could have guessed. Malice, believe in his heart, and out my mouth I confess. Yes, more than blessed, I was chosen. I've been known the truth. My wisdom is that of old men. Wasted so much time stunting for folk. When really the whole time I was stunting my growth. A message to the youth, what I'm offering is hope. Now something's gotta change. I'm at the end of my rope, cuz. The drop in this issue sp- uh, spotlights some fantastic groups. Um, uh, leading it off is Kai Kai. Um, I was I was reading this uh, write up one the night you know when you guys sent all the stories home with me. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting in my home office. I'm reading. It's super late. I'm playing records. You know whatever. And I read this. I could not believe their story mm. and how overtly they talked about their faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. So I went over to iTunes and kind of sampled a couple of their songs. I was like, okay, wait, that's fa- that is amazing. And yeah. so I ended up mm-hmm. buying their album. I listened to it like 30 times at night. Yeah, it's amazing. They're it, great. I love them. So it's Kai Kai. Um, and uh, they just came out with it and just talked about their really explicit faith in Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not, we're not going to play every artist, but here is uh, Kai Kai. Also in the drop, we spotlight uh, James Vincent McMorrow and Bowerbirds, uh, which is great. Um, uh, the Reject Apathy page, we talk about an organization called Link, uh, which is working to liberate North Korea. You want to talk mm-hmm. about? Yeah, the organization is called Link, Liberty in North Korea, and they work to rescue uh, North Korean refugees and change perceptions of North Korea because obviously in the news, it's always portrayed in negative light. So they work to help the people who live in that country and help them you know, break perceptions and get them um, safely out of there. They started as a grassroots college organization and now they're, um, they're everywhere. They're not just on college campuses. So they're a good organization that we had on the website um, on rejectapathy.com a while ago, and we did a more extended spotlight in the magazine. So, uh, What's interesting is uh, also with the website, Reject Apathy, uh, I don't know, have we announced on the podcast the launch of... I don't think so. Okay. Podcast folks, you're the first ones to know. Uh, we <laughs> right now at the printer are at the printer with our debut issue of Reject Apathy, mm-hmm. the magazine, as a standalone publication. Um, We've been doing the website for almost two years now, about mm-hmm. a year and a half, and um, we just the the content is so compelling and it's so important that um, you know we wanted to do more and more and more and relevant and that would change relevant and so to keep the balance in this magazine we knew we had to break it out. Well, we did the website for a while and knew that its ultimate goal was to turn to print magazine. So we've been working on, for, uh, working on it for quite a while now, and the mm-hmm. debut issue um, is at the printer and will be probably in our hands in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. 
the next issue of Relevant, uh, the July issue, every subscriber will be receiving uh, the debut issue of Reject Apathy as well. Yeah. And every subscriber to Relevant will receive every issue of Reject Apathy. We're going to publish it twice a year. It's going to be free. It won't cost any more. Um, and uh, if you aren't a subscriber to Relevant, that really is the only way to be guaranteed to get it. But uh, we'll also be distributing it at co- you know like colleges and select mm-hmm. events around the country as well for free. So. Or you can send me 20 bucks and I'll send you a copy. <laughs> Yeah. A signed copy. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, turning the page, we're, we're actually introducing a new uh, mini feature in, in the magazine and relevant. It's called In Their Words. And we want to spotlight people who are doing unique and innovative and interesting things uh, with their lives. Uh, the first one is Tyler Merrick. Uh, he started an organization called Project 7. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a consumer goods company. They do coffee. They do gum. They do mints. Um, they're rolling out they're in all the caribou coffees right now they're rolling out in Walmarts right now his his gum and his mints are they're saying like listen here's the stuff that you're going to buy anyway I mean yeah mm-hmm. as Christians we should live mm-hmm. on less right but if you're going to buy it if you're going to buy gum if you're going to buy coffee you might as well buy like change how you buy it mm-hmm. buy ones that'll do good yeah. and so they've created a for profit business model where uh, every purchase of any of the things that they produce will go to help support uh, organizations that are meeting various needs. So mm-hmm. feeding the hungry or restoring the earth or different things like that. So, uh, you know, like they can quantify that, like, you know, in this one month of sales in Southern California's Walmarts, they were able to feed 64,000 families in Southern California. Yeah. You know, they're doing yeah. stuff right there. So it's um, a really interesting approach to a consumer goods company. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and on top of that, it's pretty good coffee. Yeah. So um, we, we drink it here. We brew it here at yeah. the office. So uh, flipping the page, we talked to Isley. Uh, you heard them here on the podcast uh, a couple months ago. And while they were in recording, we interviewed them and kind of got the the real story behind uh, their comeback. They had major label troubles. One of the girls in the band had a divorce in the last couple of years. I mean, they've had a lot of stuff happen. But uh, all of that informed their their music and their creative process. And they came back with a really honest and really unique album. Mm -hmm. So we have a feature on that. Why don't we play a track from Isley's new album? The album is called The Valley. Okay, we also uh, have an article, uh, What to Know at 25-ish, 11 Proven Ways to Avoid a Quarter-Life Crisis. You know, we try to keep it a nice round number, so we went with 11. Yeah. You know, that's that's Journalism 101, <laughs> Marketing 101. Pick a weird no- 11. Um, if, you read, if you've read the, the website, this author, um, Shauna Nyquist, she actually wrote an article like this uh, that was one of, if not the top, article of the year last year on the mm-hmm. website. So we had her go back, update, and expand it for the print magazine. And that's what uh, this is. Yeah. It's getting... I mean, again, it's getting tweeted like crazy mm-hmm. right yeah. now just because it's in this issue. And this so, guy... Some really good advice. I mean... Yeah. In case anyone cares, the guy in the opening photo looks exactly like someone I went to college with. And it really weirds me out. <laughs> <laughs> it also looks like Modest Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> if Modest Yahoo was a Gentile. Right. <laughs> Well, and I, it's weird Abraham because Lincoln. literally every time, <laughs> if Montezuma was Abraham Lincoln, literally every time I see this picture, 
for some reason, I expect that he's wearing a yarmulke. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see it, I can't look away from his chest from slash his neck chest hair. hair. Yeah, it's impressive. It's like trim that down. Yeah, I mean that's unbelievable. You need some. You oh, you you know you're going in for a photo shoot. Yeah, trim the neck hair yeah. or put some product on it. <laughs> yeah, comb it. Use need, a little mousse. Comb needs, the neck hair. He needs to manscape. He does need to manscape. That's one of the eleven things that he should have known at twenty-five ish. Exactly. Manscaping. Yeah, just you know, there's an entire section on manscaping. So it's true. Yeah. Women should know it too. Um, we talked about the cover story. Right after that, there is not a photo error. There's an upside down photo of Rob Bell. Yes. Is Rob Bell a heretic is the is the headline. And it is a QA. It is a longer version of part of the conversation you heard here on the podcast a month ago. Uh, but it so it's expanded and our it's more of our in-depth interview with probably the most controversial uh, church leader in, in America. Yeah. Rob Bell. Yeah. I, I've had a couple people unsubscribe or uh, cancel their subscriptions or threaten me with uh, eternal judgment because mm-hmm. of this article. So uh Read what, it, what, read kind it with of a, caution. what kind of eternal judgment are we talking? Uh, for leading, <laughs> uh, that I would have to stand and account for leading a generation of young adults astray by publishing a heretic. Hmm. Well, but if Rob Bell's right, then you can just. Then you're okay. Yeah. Oh, then I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's true. Because then you can choose later to like, like reverse that decision. It's true. Yeah. It's, it's an eternal mulligan. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I like exactly. it. Um, yeah. So that's a good book title. Eternal mulligan. <laughs> that's yeah, really what he should have called it. <laughs> Forget love wins. <laughs> Just eternal mulligan. Um, we also uh, flip the page, look at, uh, you know, modern worship and what, what is the point of worship? This was a fascinating collection of interviews uh, in this story talking about what is worship. Because, you know, I would say we are probably the only religion that gets together in a building once a week and sings to God. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a weird practice mm. if you look at it, and especially in its modern interpretation, uh, it's, it's evolving. And yeah. so it's kind of like, what is worship? What's the point of it? What is the point of con- congregational worship? Mm-hmm. And, and all that. So uh, the perspectives that are brought, I mean, there's some academics in there, but there's people like John Mark McMillan and, and other worship leaders that, um, and uh, Joel Houston from, uh, Hillsong United. That's mm-hmm. fascinating insights. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really, I'm glad we finally got yeah. got around to this yeah. one. Me too. Something we want to talk about for a while. Uh, Lupe Fiasco is in the magazine. He's um, uh, got a new album out. He's socially conscious rapper, uh, kind of doing his own thing. He had a lot of label troubles. They <laughs> wouldn't get. They wouldn't release his albums. Yeah. Uh, weren't commercially viable enough. Uh, I guess he has a last laugh because his single is all over yeah. urban radio. So this is also like I feel like this is the most intense interview we've ever run. Too, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like you can just feel how angry he is at his label. I've seen people tweet at Lupe Fiasco, like tweet him uh-huh. about his interview in this issue of the of Relevant, hmm. like 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 man, I'm sorry you had to go through that. Fascinating, <laughs> um, you know. Yeah, I just it's it's raw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's it's crazy. I mean, just being I mean, putting yourself in his shoes and seeing the world the way he does, it's it's just fascinating. Yeah. Um well, that'll do it. Uh, there's other stuff in the issue, a lot more in front matter. We do a lot of media reviews. Uh there's statements by some fascinating people. Um definitely check it out. It is uh, out now shipping uh, if you haven't gotten it yet. Uh, don't necessarily call our customer service number yet, but in the next week, if you haven't gotten it, uh, contact us. Um, it's at most Barnes and Nobles nationwide um, and other some other retailers. If they don't have it, ask for it. Uh, it helps us get it in stores. Yeah. Um, 
right now, if you want to, we keep adding value to a subscription relevant, <laughs> right? So uh, we keep saying like, what would make me subscribe? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that back in the day when we first started, it was 10 bucks mm-hmm. and it's like, well, it's so cheap. Why not? You know? Mm-hmm. And we were losing money at that level. So yeah. that's kind of hard to sustain. What we did, we tried to do it. I mean, six or seven years we did that. Well, we had to raise it to fourteen ninety five in the last year. But in doing that, I said to the team, we have to add a ton of value. And so not only do you get six issues of Relevant, you get two issues of Reject Apathy, and you get four albums, exclusive albums uh, for free with your subscription. So the albums are uh, exclusive tracks and an incredible collection of uh, the types of bands you'd find in the magazine. The brand new one, uh, the second edition, uh, just just released to subscribers. It has like Fantagram. Um, it's got Fantagram. It's got Kai Kai on it. We just talked about Kai Kai. Yep. It's got Shad, uh, Lecrae. So it's got some hip hop on it. It's got a song off the brand new Low Anthem album. Um, there's some exclusive tracks, uh, studio tracks on there from Jeremy Spring, who's the lead singer of a band in Kansas, and Lisa Gunger, uh, her performance of Jesus and John, which is one of the best songs I think I've ever heard in my life. It's amazing. It's phenomenal. And so not only do you get these exclusive tracks, there's like eight or ten of them, there's four or five um, exclusive live performance tracks that were done in our studio. So uh, you get four of those albums uh, throughout the year uh, with your subscription. So you get eight magazines, four albums, fourteen ninety five. Come yeah. on. And we'll even buy you breakfast if you you come down. Okay, well, thanks for joining us. Uh, Stay tuned. Up next, second performance by Plato. You're listening to Owen Pallet. The song is The Great Elsewhere. It's playing right now on Relevant FM, and the video is on Relevant TV. Usually when I'm introducing the second song of one of the artists, I'll, I'll you know, the first the first song, here's a little behind the scenes. First song, I'll give you a little bio. Mm-hmm. Second song, either an anecdote or tour information. Oh, right. Yeah. So, uh, it's a good formula. <laughs> Introducing <laughs> the second song. Um, I, I actually wasn't here the day Plato performed. Yeah. You guys took him to fish lunch. Well, I remember exactly what happened. I, uh, I, I said, hey, we're going we're gonna to take Plato out to lunch. You know, who, who on the staff wants to come? And I believe your response was, I would really like to, but I have to have lunch with Rick Warren today. That's right. <laughs> that was your response. So, so I had to go meet up with Rick Warren. So, uh, right. so Rick won out over Plato. But the rest of us, we took, uh, we took Plato across the street. I have this this image in my mind of, you know, rappers that are walking around and they just, they form a posse somehow. Yeah. We're having lunch outside with Plato and literally like three guys from across the street show up. He knows them. They're rapping together that night, but they live here in Orlando. It was like a scene right out of a hip hop movie. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Then they came back and hung out with us here in the studio while he performed. Oh, that's funny. And then they all left together. 
It's fine. I didn't, awesome. even, I didn't even see him. I'm like, no. I, I, my, my lunch with Rick ran long. It's too bad. It's too bad. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan for real. I'm a fan. That stinks. Um, yeah, he's, I, I wouldn't give you tour information, but he's one of these guys who's always touring. Yeah. He's, he's just like, that's his, that's his work ethic. He's yeah. always on the road. If you want to find out if he's playing near you, near you, you can uh, go to his website. I am Plato.com without any further ado. Here's Plato performing. You heard. Yeah. Na na na, ha ha, na na na, come on, na na na. Aw oh, man, cold crush, I'm a cold rush, the quarterback. Push a pillage through a line of scrimmage, some of that old Mac nasty. Want some, then ask me. Smack a rapper back that whack talk and sass me. Procrastinated next week, the cheek turn, weak germ. Chase with ginseng and weak germ. I got my feet burned, planted on a rock that. Unshakable Mount Zion on top that Old Testamental instrumental Got dead living lead razor number two pencil I purposely purpose my incidental On a credit card max to its full potential Accidental Alamo I ride this rental Attracted to this track something sentimental I leave past it up I'm a blasted simple And I'm covered for rapping long as I rap it gentle So let's just enjoy my brand new toy Bounce the beat on my knee like a baby boy Who wanna rattle to the rhythm of a beatbox Wrote my lyrics on the wall cause my sheet rocks Yo, I know that you, that, that you want to I know that you think that you got to I know that you heard what I ought to be But you ain't heard about me Yo, I know that you, that, that you want to I know that you think that you got to I know that you heard what I ought to be but you ain't heard about me. My name's Plato. I'm still the best kept secret. But when you're this dope, it's kind of hard to keep it. The B tried to hold it, but it's bound to leak it. Cause I dry hump Frenched and freaked it. Yo, we all make mistakes, right? We gon' probably repeat it I got the answer right here Waiting when you need it You hungry for the truth? Man, it's there if you seek it Just control, alt, delete it Yeah, I'll be the one to lead the revolution No politics, no constitution A freedom no man can take Introduced in a lyrical huh, Spiritual solution Yo, It feels good when you're chewing the red pill But now I'm obligated to wake up The dead still, it's life in a song I disguise the topics It's easier to take with steam right and chopsticks, the plot thinks the prophets have told me. The angels sang it to me, and my dreams have shown me. It's deep space above me, and the clouds below me. Incognito, lonely, like nobody know me. Yo, I know that you that that you want to. I know that you think that you got to. I know that you heard what I ought to be. But you ain't heard about me, yo I know that you, that, that you want to I know that you think that you got to I know that you heard what I ought to be Man, you ain't heard about me It don't matter, you can blame it on me Some pay for it, some get it for free Some sneak in the door, some pay the fee Some people rap, some people MC, yo It don't matter, you can blame it on me some pay for it, some get it for free Some sneak in the door, some pay the fee And some people rap, some people MC Most people rap, few people MC A lot of people rap, few people MC Everybody raps, nobody MC I guess the exception is me Plato. That was Plato. His new album is Hot Doggin Check him out at IamPlato.com Or listen to the album in its entirety On the drop
You're listening to Manchester Orchestra. The song is Simple Math. Oh, come on, Jesse. Does it have Christmas lights Thank in the you. There it is. There it is. <laughs> um, it's playing right now on Relevant FM and Relevant TV. And they are currently touring with Mannheim Steamroller. <laughs> um, Do they use Christmas lights in their videos? <laughs> Um, okay, it's time for your feedback. Last week, we asked you a pressing question for our generation. If we were to have our own royals, a royal family here in America, who would be the couple to kick off our monarchy? Uh, it's not a governmental. It's more of an ornamental position. <laughs> um, and so, you know, we thought, who would best personify America? Who, who would bring hundreds of thousands to their wedding? Who would create... This is all before Osama, you know, when that was the news story. So um, you went over to the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com and posted some replies. And here's a few of our favorites. Well, well, Josh had contended that there's no better representation than Julia Roberts and Tom Hanks. Is that right, Josh? Yeah, I, I don't even... The fact that anyone even tried to post anything other than Tom Hanks and Julia Roberts. I mean, I just felt like everybody would just nod. What about agreement. George Clooney? No, he's single. But then the point that we're going to marry, pair him up with somebody? Yeah, but you have to believe that they're the marrying type. George Clooney is is not the marrying type. He's the he's kind... Sort of, he, he's he would sort of alone. be the Prince Harry. He, he doesn't make breakfast in the morning, if you know what I'm saying. But Prince Charles, he seems like the party guy. But Prince Charles wasn't the marrying type. In fact, we heard that on the day of his wedding, somebody said uh, to him, is Diana the love of your life? And his reply was, it depends what the... Do we really even know what the definition of love is? Or do we even really know what love is yeah. on his wedding day to Diana? Wow. So, that's so that's the George Clooney. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. That's well, true. Well, here, here's what Isaac. I think Isaac. This is going to be hard to beat. I think because he said the perfect pro couple will be Oprah Winfrey and Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> and here's why: it's the perfect balance between patriotism, foreign relations, racial issues, action and drama, self-acceptance, and self-improvement. Wow. I mean, oh, between Oprah and Chuck Norris, literally, you have everything American. Yeah. See, what, what I like about the Oprah Winfrey and Chuck Norris, you know, I think it was Rosa, Teddy Rosa who said, speak softly and carry a big stick. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you have Oprah and Chuck Norris, you can, you don't, Oprah can be not speaking softly. She can be speaking her mind and people love it when Oprah speaks her mind. And Chuck Norris will put a wallop in, on anybody who talks back. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's both, you know, we don't have to speak softly, but we can carry a big stick. But I, listen, with Tom Hanks and Julia Roberts, we already have the next Prince. Colin Hanks can be the next Prince in line, we already mm-hmm. have a wink and a nod towards what the future of this monarchy is going to look nerdy like. Looking, but, but, he's... but so are the British princes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to offend our friends across the pond, but I think we significant. You know, uh, did that did that a good job last week. <laughs> William used to be the cuter one when he was yeah. in his no, team. He needs yeah. to fix that grill. Yeah. yeah. He looks like a balding youth pastor now. <laughs> or just a pa- associate pastor. Associate pastor. He's not, he doesn't have the goatee. He doesn't have the goatee or the soul patch. Right. right. Now we're offending everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yay. And done. Yes, Everyone's that was our want goal. Their refund. Brandon Lazarus wrote in, he said, Rebecca Black and Charlie Sheen. I think if you look at... They do cause a media storm. The, yeah. The, the most publicity, uh, I don't want to say even publicity seeking, but like the most oddly noteworthy it would be Rebecca Black and Charlie Sheen. Right. 
Uh, that'll uh, that'll do it for last week's question of the week. If you want to join in on the conversation, add your two cents. Go over to last week's podcast episode page, and you can uh, jump in there. Now it's time for this week's editorial question of the week. Okay, so every week we diligently prepare for this podcast and um, and, and and bring you a wide breadth, far ranging uh, news from around the world that we call slices. And we thought, you know, a lot of you post on our Facebook walls or you just randomly email us your own slice ideas. And so we thought, why not actually formalize this and make it this week's feedback opportunity? We want you to tell us your slice. We want you to find a story from your your area or just something you came across that you think would make a fantastic slice. And we want you to post it on the page. There. Are there any slice parameters that they uh, that they would need? Do we have any slice parameters? Well, I was just going to ask. I mean, the, the people, they, they could just come up, show up with anything. They could show up with three mini slices. I mean, that's that, true. That that's, could happen. That's, that, yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. There, there has <laughs> been precedence. <laughs> It'll probably have something to do with the monkey. Or swords. Or swords. Yeah. Or squirrels. Capping mm-hmm. a squirrel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think monkeys definitely are going to factor in somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think what other uh, what other beats main, we cover. Yeah, yeah. Um, I often like to bring uh, fights at um, local food joints. Oh, yeah. yes, yeah. Taco Bell beats. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's what I like to cover. So you know, we've we've really raised the bar here. We've set a high standard for what a slice is. Mm-hmm. Um, if you'd like to raise it even further, we want to hear from you. Head over to the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com, and right there in the comments at the bottom, you can write your slice and post your slice. Now, if you would like to possibly join the feedback segment next week and have us call you and you do your slice on the air, uh, email us at podcast at relevantmagazine.com and tell us your Skype name and we will uh, we'll work it out. Okay, well, on that note, we'll wrap things up. Many thanks to Plato for coming through. Uh, make sure to check out his new album, Hot Doggin'. It was just released. Uh, you can stream the entire album for free at the drop at relevantmagazine.com, and you can check out more at iamplato.com. Uh, the new issue of Relevant is it should be newsstands nationwide. It's in most Barnes & Nobles. Mm-hmm. If you can't find it near you, ask for it, um, or you can go over to relevantmagazine.com, and you can uh, subscribe for fourteen ninety five. You get six issues, two issues of our new magazine, Reject Apathy, and four albums for free for fourteen ninety five. And a dinner with Cameron. <laughs> if you're coming through Orlando, we may have lunch. Look at that. Yeah. Okay. I guess that'll do it. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Maya Strang. I'm Josh Luan Loveless. I'm Jesse Carey. That's Chad Michael Snavely. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to The Relevant Podcast. For more, go to relevantmagazine.com. If you're a kid growing up in Boston, you have two hopes of making it. One is in the mafia. Two is in a professional sports team.